Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Under Construction Podcast. Today, my interview was with Don Ricar, a general superintendent at L. Keeley Construction. Hope you can enjoy this session. Don covers a lot of good stuff about what it means to be a success. Hey, everybody. Welcome this morning. I'm sitting here with Don Ricard. Don, how'd you come to be in the Keeley Company's family? Uh, it's kind of a funny story. I went to the uh, captive meeting with a former company, and I ran into Kurt, April, uh, yourself, and kind of hung out, got to know each other, and I was looking for a change in my career, and I reached out to Keeley, didn't know a lot about them, didn't understand, and we started communication, and it's, I've been here about two years and four months. Yeah. So when, how would you describe your role? I know job titles are kind of uh, floating around here, but what, what do you do on a daily basis? So my role is, uh, Mark Musser and I handle the manpower, getting the manpower to the field in the right places. Um, I guess general superintendent is, is the title. Some people call it riding boss. I hate that. I hate that term riding boss because believe it or not, we do a little more than riding around, but <laughs> that's what everybody thinks we do. Sure. So it's, it's helping the field, getting the right people in place and making sure these guys have what they need and who they need to, to get their jobs done. I love it. So, do you deal with the technical aspects as well as the manpower aspects? It's, yes, it's every aspect. So the fun part of this job is you get to get involved in the beginning, figure out how we're going to attack it, what we're going to attack it with, put the people in the spots. Then things get tough. You get to get involved in helping figure out that issue. And then sometimes things go wrong, and then that becomes your issue so it's it's a it's fun challenging in the same breath but it keeps you busy mm -hmm. it's it's never a dull moment is there a typical day like what does a typical day look like or is it different every day there's no typical day i mean the only thing i can tell you is typical is the phone calls start about uh 5 a.m they don't stop they stop around seven and then you got nine to eleven then two to five is your busy parts of the day, and then you got to fit everything else in in between those slots. You sure. know, reaching out to people, making sure it's going right, hitting the job sites, helping with the safety. Um, it's it's fun, it's exciting, but you're tired at the end of the week. A lot of a lot of change and a lot of moving, huh? A lot, yeah. Change everything changes fast. Uh, very seldom does it seem like you have a calm smooth day or week although the end results end up great it just it's a lot of shuffling to get there sure a lot of moving parts a lot of moving changes. parts yes when you look at um the crews that you have uh, that you're out helping to staff about how many people is that right now right now the end of january it's about 40 people on infrastructure side, but when you combine it with energy, we're probably at about 90. And then in the heat of the 
heat of the battle will be about at 150, 60. Wow. That Mark and I share. It's a lot of people. Yeah, it's a lot of people. It's a lot of um, different opinions. It's a lot of different attitudes. It's, it's that's, that's the fun part of it. So when you started out, you obviously weren't doing this. When What did it look like when you started and kind of how did your career progress to this point to where now you're managing and, and helping problem solve all the time? So you could have just asked me how old I am. But, no, so I'm, I started in 1984. Shame on me for asking that. <laughs> <laughs> I started in 1984 as an apprentice carpenter right out of high school. Okay. And I started with McCarthy, uh, worked my way through the apprenticeship, uh, journeyman actually became a foreman it was either McCarthy or Closter Company is who had the work in St. Louis back then so you worked for one of them too uh, rolled into the foreman role with Closter Company ended back up with McCarthy had about 17 years there 17-18 years um, went out with a guy started a small business for about 7 years that was that was interesting it was fun um some things got slow in at 2008 2009 mm -hmm. so i hooked up with concrete strategies for about two years and that's really where i started handling the manpower of it left there went to kci which was close to became kci and handled the manpower there for about three and a half years and then came to keely gotcha so you started as a carpenter. What made you decide to start in a trade? Uh, my dad was in the trade his whole career, and he said either you f figure out what you're going to do or I got you a job. Awesome. So I took the job. And here you are 10 years later, right? Not 1984. Because you're a young <laughs> man. You still got yeah. years left on Yeah, you? I got a couple <laughs> years left. I hope. I hope. So when you look at your job, um, obviously a lot of variability in it. What's your favorite part of a day? The favorite part of the day is hearing somebody in the field say, I learned, I learned something today or what we talked about really made me see things clearer. Um, to me, that's the fun part. The, the building of the stuff, I've done a lot of that. Not that that's not fun, but to see people grow anymore, that's, mm -hmm. that's what I've, it's, it's a passion now. You know, and if people have questions, I don't have the answers. I have a great group. I mean, I always brag about the disc assessment in this company. Uh, and the civil group, to me, it's a well-balanced, so I have no trouble getting an answer for anybody to get back with them and get the, get a resolution for them. I love it. Yeah, so the, the disc assessment uh, that Don was mentioning we use is a, personality strengths assessment uh, so that you know not only what your strengths are but those of your team members uh, yeah you do you have a very well balanced team you got very. the real loud boisterous guys that want to get it done away and and you got the, the quiet thinkers who go hey why don't we uh, consider this and the neatest part about that is if you need uh, a scheduling issue resolved you can lean on this guy mm -hmm. and you get to the point where Sometimes you do need that guy to stomp in, slam the door and say, here's what we're going to do next and here's why. So it's a wide variety and, and then you can pick all in between that. So yeah, it's great to be part of it. Good. 
Tell me a little bit uh, about the mentoring group that you set up with your team. For the uh, monthly mm -hmm. meetings. So <clears throat> in 2018, I witnessed uh, a civil strategic planning day. So we had to go in there and do presentations of what we could do to make things better for the company, what we were going to do to grow ourselves. And what I learned from that, of course, everybody's nervous going in there and standing <laughs> in front of all these people and saying, here's what I think. But after listening to everybody's ideas and, and understanding where the company's going, I felt like the field knew we were, we were growing. Okay, we're growing 20% a year, but they don't know how or why. Mm. So what I wanted, what I decided to do is get that to the field. So I set up a, a field growth meeting is what I called it. I started off with five people that I, I, you know, just leaders. And I started bringing them information. I would, I'd get information, I'd break it down and bring it to them the best way that I could, mm -hmm. that I felt they could absorb it. That group grew probably to about 10 people that year. Um, got good feedback as I continued doing it. I started adding more, like you turned me on to those five-minute foreman videos. Mm -hmm. I started playing like two of them when we'd start. And the whole goal was to let them know where Keeley's going, but then also get feedback from them what we can do for them to help us get there. Um, last November, I stopped because of the holidays. Mm -hmm. It got busy, busy, busy. I told the group I was going to restart that up in January. Well, I didn't for a reason. And then I started getting calls. Hey, when are we going to start this meeting back up? We, we want this. And uh, that's, I, I'm firing it back up. I was going to fire it back up regardless, but it's neat. They're telling me that they want it and why they want it and what they get out of it. So it's exciting. It is. The exciting. fact that, You've got a bunch of guys that uh, are out there making it happen every day, come rain or shine, mud, snow, and heat, and they want to know more about how they can be leaders and grow they their do. careers. Uh, I love the fact that they were pulling on you, and good on you for kind of sitting back a little to see if there was going to be a taste for well, it or if yeah, it was going I to slide. I didn't know if it was doing anything. I thought it was, but that's the telltale right there is if they uh... – and, you know, I had help. Kurt Malden helped mm -hmm. me. There was people that helped me with it. It wasn't just me. You know, I facilitated the idea. And back to that group, you know, I had support mm -hmm. getting it going. And, and it went well, I thought. So well, I get that fired back up this, this February. It's going to be fun. Mm -hmm. Talk to me a little bit about something that you're great at that nobody sees at work. Hmm. Something I'm great at. Uh... I would have to say making a decision on the fly, probably. I mean, I seem to work better under pressure because mm -hmm. um, you have you have things happen at home, at work. You know, no matter where you're at, something will come up. I don't know if your your boat motor's not running right or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You got to come up with something to get it yeah. get it back to the boat ramp and. I don't know. I got a lot. I think I got that from my dad, and I, I'm fortunate. I feel fortunate because you can take a piece of tie wire or 
something and make it work to get back. So I don't know, it might sound crazy, but no, it I'm kind of I'm kind of proud of being taught that. Just make it work with what you got. That's awesome. And being able to do it kind of on the fly, just having to rely on the team and your own resources and what's in front of you. That's yeah. kind of the MacGyver approach, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and it's it's almost like you don't want things to happen, but if something does happen, and I keep leaning on camping trips because I've had a lot of stuff happen on camping oh, trips. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Murphy seems to go camping with everybody, doesn't absolutely. he? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Things always go wrong on yeah, camping trips. it's going to happen. It'll happen. So along those lines, uh, you know, being able to make quick decisions, being able to problem solve, uh, nobody ever gets 100%, right? We always get things wrong. Sure. So think of a time when you had to do a problem solve and it failed, but it set you up for future success. What was that? Is that only one time you want to hear about? Well, I mean, you know, it, we've only got about seven minutes left. <laughs> so. I have no specifics <laughs> that I can think of right now. And I mean, but if a problem arises and somebody calls you, you show up, you know, of course, first thing is everybody stop. Yep. Um, let's try this. Everybody agrees. We try it. Oh, that didn't work either. That's okay. Let's try something else. I mean, it's, I, I, I don't have one specific. I mean, it happens a lot. It happens, I don't want to say weekly, but it happens quite <laughs> a bit. We have plan A, B, and then, oh my God. Right. But the, the main thing is, to, if you see it's not going to work, stop. Right. Just stop. Don't let it completely fail. Just stop and forget about the time clock, the schedule, and let's get it done safely and the best we can. Yeah, I love that approach. The the experimental approach where if it's not working, no point in keep banging your head and let's find something different and try a different route. Mm -hmm. I think that's obviously a key to success in that role when, and, when there are no rules, right? And definitely don't be afraid to pick up the phone and call for advice. Mm, you know, that's good. Like I was talking about before, you have so many people. I mean, you can call Kurt Peitzman, the executive vice president. Rock, you can call anybody. You can call Tom Berkmeyer, the president, yeah. and say, hey, I'm in this predicament. Have you ever witnessed this? And you know, he'll say yes or no, but I'll find somebody that can get you an answer. So it's part of being a good team, right? It Everybody is. works together. It is. So if you thought, you know, either a young person who's getting ready to jump in the trades like you were back in the day, somebody who's looking to do a mid career shift, um, what's some advice that you would give somebody that would be getting into the industry? Help them to succeed, right? Uh The main advice I would give them is be on time, work hard, pay attention, and ask questions. I love that. And what's on time look like? On time's early. <laughs> I'm laughing because I was just finishing my lunch up and Don came up and I'm like, oh, that's right. On time is early for Don. <laughs> yeah. On time's 20 minutes early. I love it. I love it. It's good stuff. And if a young person remembers that, people remember that from that young person. I'm telling you. Absolutely. I, I, I witnessed it. So. so the flip side of that, because I hear a lot of advice, you know, career advice, that's part of my job, but what are some things that you have heard that are bad advice that either that young person or the new person who's moving into the role, what is bad advice that people need to ignore and just do their own thing? Uh, first thing that comes to mind is just keep your head down and your mouth shut. Mm. 
And I would say that's bad advice because you need to keep your head up, stay focused, look around you, and ask questions or you're never going to learn anything. Yeah, I love that. Good stuff. Last five years, what's one new belief or behavior or habit um, that has helped you to get to where you are today? Invest in your people. I've learned more about that in the last five years than I ever knew existed. It's paying dividends. It is. See, when you came aboard, do you remember what you guys, you were a small group at the time, kind of just getting started, and now you said, uh, what, up 160 guys in the hot times? Yeah, so when I came aboard, they were, we were going to build infrastructure in civil group. Mm-hmm. So we built it. Last year did somewhere around 23 million. 2020, we're looking at somewhere in the low 60 million. Wow. So that's just an idea. You know, and I thought when I was told we're going to grow 20% a year, it's like, okay, that's a pretty good task, but let's try it. And it's working. Hitting the goal, right? I think so, yeah. Hitting the goal. I love it. When you think about success, how do you define success? At work or in life in general? Wide open question. Success is getting up every day, not, not hesitating, going to your job, enjoying what you do, coming home, forgetting about work, enjoy your <laughs> life, enjoy your weekends, Yeah, because they go quick. They do. So get the most out of it. Stay positive. Wake up positive. Try to go to bed positive. And it seems to help me. That's great advice. So kind of expanding on that, in today's digital world, you know, we all have our devices, our phones, our iPads, et cetera, et cetera. If you could have something magically appear on every screen in front of every person, it could be a picture, it could be a soundbite, it could be a quote, what would you put on everyone's screen in front of them? I always like the picture. It's the guy riding on the block pointing to the people pulling it that says, boss, Versus the guy out in front of the people helping them pull the block, it says leader. That is a great image. That one is stuck in my head quite a bit. That is a great image. You guys can Google that one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it's called. Or where I don't either, it, but, but it's a, that's definitely a good one. Leader, leader's in the trenches with his people, clearing the way for them as opposed to telling them to clear the way for themselves. Yeah. I love that. So... Just kind of closing everything out. Um, you've got a lot of hard work going on. You've got a lot of good team members. Um, anything that you would like to say to your team members or potential future team members when it comes to what they need to do to keep themselves moving forward in their careers? The positive. Think positive. I mean, one of our jokes out in the field is your glass is half empty where, mm -hmm. you know, if you want to be part of the team, it's got to be half full yeah. at all times. And it, that's what I like to reinforce to the guys. And they give me that feedback. I mean, they help me 
you know, there's times because I'm not, I'm not the <laughs> savior of the world. I mean, there's times I got to ask them for some advice and help. And you know what? They come back and say, hey, you got to stay positive. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Thanks for the feedback. That's awesome. So it's, it's not one man. It's, it's the whole group, and it's, it's, it's a great team. I love it. Well, Don, I appreciate your time today. Thanks for taking a little bit of time over a lunch hour on a Friday. Hopefully no problem, you'll uh, be able to get off the clock here shortly, go home and do that forgetting thing you talked yeah. about. Enjoy the time with the family. Thank you very much for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for joining us here on the Under Construction Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As usual, if you'd like to subscribe to the podcast, you can choose either the anchor.fm forward slash U website or your favorite podcatcher. Look forward to talking to you in another couple of weeks. Hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day.